Welcome to the Gridiron Fancy Football Show, sponsored by ESPN Fancy Football. Will Gavin, Ollie Hunter with me, and we are joined by a ream of football nerds to draft our live draft for 2019. Absolutely cannot wait. We'll give you round by round reaction as the show goes on, as me and Ollie ignore all the advice we've been giving you for the last four weeks. This is the Gridiron Fantasy Football Show, sponsored by ESPN Fantasy Football. Ollie, how are we doing, buddy? We've literally got like two minutes until the draft starts. Two minutes and ten seconds, so it's got to make this quick. We're in a, a room full of nerds. Oh, I love it. Absolutely it's love great. it. The Oval is just out there. There's people practicing cricket, but it's a completely different sport. It's fantasy football. <laughs> God. Well done. It's good that you made that you've done that much prep, because from what I understand, that's all the preparation you've done, despite all the great good. advice we've given out. Uh, let's get a shout from everyone else in the room. How are we doing, guys? Woo! Thank you, Josh, for at least making a modicum of noise. Delighted to have joining us, as well as the members of the Gridiron team. Uh, we've got a few new friends along, Patrick, Jackson, Russ Wright, and, uh, and Tom Ritchie. I found eventually Tom, don't worry, are all with us as well. Uh, so they will be drafting alongside us, and maybe we'll get a little reaction to them, have a little chat with them yep. as the draft yep. goes on. Ollie, you're picking at number five overall. So unless someone, makes a, unless someone makes a mistake, I'm not getting Christian McCaffrey. Right, you wore the jersey and everything. Is there not some kind of rule? I mean, whoever's before me, do not take Christian McCaffrey. And I'm picking at six, which means we're going to spend the entire draft screwing each other over pick by pick. Yes. Aren't you delighted? (laughs) Rather like our own careers. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful stuff. So, with less than a minute to go, we're going to get underway. Uh, Thank you for joining us. We'll be back with you after the first round to give some reactions. Uh, Ollie, first round, it's in the books. Number one overall, unsurprisingly, Saquon Barkley. I'm going to pick out a couple of surprises. Okay. First wide receiver on the board, going as early as five with Michael Thomas. That was you, explain your thinking. Well, I thought you probably may have wanted him. So I've only done it just because you may have wanted him. So despite the fact that I very clearly on the podcast said that if I'm drafting at five, I would happily take David Johnson. I think he's going to be great this year. You just chose to ignore that. Yep. Good. Good to know. Good to know. Couple of running back reaches. Todd Gurley at seven. His ADP is more like nineteen twenty. Yeah, but I can understand why you've done it. The Rams were good last year, and also Jared Goff. Do you completely trust him when you've got Todd Gurley there? No care. No care for arthritis at all. Then clearly, Uh, Le'Veon Bell going at at nine again. It's one that you don't know how much you can trust him in that offense. And then Joe Mixon going at twelve overall to Stevenage Sabers, who is. Patrick. Come on, there you go, Patrick. Patrick, picking Joe Mixon. Patrick, give him the microphone and explain Patrick, to why? us. Why? Why have you picked a dreadful human being? <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of the Dutch sporting um, take on things. If he does well, I hate him doing well, but I gain some points for it. So it's a bit of a, a solvent on that. I don't know why he's throwing the Dutch under the bus with that, but I like it. I I'm, all, I'm all good. Joe Mixon could be the rushing leader. You can guarantee year. he's going to be taking Tyree Kill as well. <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic Pat. Right. <laughs> Let's crack on. Second round with ESPN Fantasy Football. Right, second round in the books. Again, a couple of reaches, but I think for yep. players that I like, it kind of feels like in the second round you almost can't miss. Yeah. Uh, obviously you can when we get into the season, but we went with Juju Smith-Schuster a little early, as was Nick Chubb, but I love Nick Chubb. Chubby. Yep. Big fan, big, big I'm, fan. Why are you a big fan of Nick Chubb? I think he's going to have a massive year really? in the offense. Oh, yeah. Ooh, okay. Oh, yeah. The first eight weeks until... Kareem Hunt comes back, right? No, I'm, well, it's a week-to-week game fantasy football, as we know, Ollie. So if you've got, if you're in eight, after eight weeks, you're six and two, you're laughing. Okay, sure. Uh, so who else we got? We got uh, Tyreek Hill. 
How do you feel about that? Going auto-draft to, uh, by the looks of it, uh, Matt Sherry, maybe? No, Sherry's babies took Travis Kelsey, who I'm sure you were pretty upset about that didn't quite fall to you in the second round. Tyreek Hill, it is what it is. I've said what I needed to say. (laughs) Check out at Gridiron um, for for how I feel about Tyreek Hill. I'm just glad, Patrick, you didn't go for him. Well done, mate. Who else got? I took James Conner. I was gutted about that because he was the he was next on my list. I, I re- really think he's going to have a big year. So I ended up reaching slightly for Devontae Freeman. I don't mind because it's a player that I want that I backed. Dalvin Cook's still on the board. I toyed and f- with him, but uh, do I really want to root for a Vikings player? It's nope. the biggest reach so far based on ADP. That's all I'm saying. I don't care. After that, we had Kerry on Johnson and Amari Cooper, both guys I had around the third round. But again, both guys who could be. Productive this year. I'm not so convinced on Amari Cooper, actually. I'm not so I'm just convinced, not convinced on about Kerry that on Cowboys Johnson. at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, otherwise, I'd kind of. Antonio Brown, I guess, is the only other one. Somebody pulled the trigger on him. He probably will end up being decent, but his feet don't work and he hates his helmet, so. So who knows? <laughs> And, this is and the hot got- analysis that you get on the Grid Ideas VN Fantasy Podcast. Whose idea was this again? This is wonderful. You've done a wonderful job, Josh. Well done, buddy. All right, let's crack into the third round, where I think a quarterback might go early, Ollie. Just got this premonition. Yeah, who could it be? <laughs> All right, Ollie, third round in the books in the uh, Grid Iron Fantasy Football League, sponsored by ESPN Fantasy Football. A uh, few things to note immediately. Firstly, two girlies, one cup Ritson, because he's only changed half of his name. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's had an absolute nightmare. In name and draft. <laughs> he's um, he's uh, on, the, uh, on the old auto draft. And he's now managed to pick Le'Veon Bell, held out for all of last season and in a much weaker offense in theory. Yep. Melvin Gordon, still currently holding out. And yep. Tyreek Hill dreadful human being so So, all in all he's having a bit of a nightmare yeah that's um that's really not great a a couple of others you're a bit gutted that told um George Kittle didn't fall to you yeah George Kittle Tom took him a couple of picks ahead of me I decided to address my wide receiver problems going running back running back early and took Adam Thielen you've got to be ready to pivot buddy you've got to be ready to pivot. well you went for the greasy option no surprise there. <laughs> Half point PPR, mate. Exactly. Rather yeah, someone, than uh, the fact, it was Josh. Stefan Dix. Josh said to me, take Stefan Dix. I went, Half point PPR, mate. Adam Thielen gave me those seven or eight catches a game, that three and a half, four points. Let's take that. It's going to win me, mate. It's going to win me. The if league. I throw your concentration off, though, you might just pick someone like really terrible and open up the list for the rest of us. So I'm just trying to... There's a lot of that, that happens a, lot a lot of mites and ifs and buts there. Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. It really does. Uh, I'm just having a look at a few of the other drafts we've had so far. Maybe we should do that. Let's do that after the fourth or fifth round sure, and have a look sure, sure. at how people have done. Maybe after the fifth round, we'll go through and pick a couple that we like, a couple we don't like okay. so far. Yep. Otherwise, let's crack on and get into the fourth round. <laughs> oh, good. All right, Ollie, the fourth round is in the book. So big run on wide receivers in this round. There's a couple of running backs still out there I like. I mean, Josh Jacobs went, I'm not so sure about, that was another two girlies, one cut pick. Not sure about the offense <laughs> that he's on. Uh, Mark Ingram, I absolutely love that pick in Baltimore. I think he's going to be uh, have an absolutely barnstorming year. And then a big run on wide receivers going through couple of LA guys, Robert Woods and Cooper Cups, Chris Godwin I took, you took DJ Moore at Carolina. Yeah. Both of us going with the uh, PPR I think there. so. Look, with, um, with Carolina, I know Christian McCaffrey, love him. He's going to have a lot of picks, a lot of, uh, a lot of carries and a lot of um, receptions. Great for PPR, but 
wide receiver-wise, they don't really have that much else. And I liked what DJ Moore did at the back end of last season. So um, I'm happy with that pick. A, a bit further on, T.Y. Hilton, if Andrew Luck was there, I think he would have gone 20, 30 picks, maybe even higher than that. 20 or 30 picks higher than where did he go? 40-something. Like... Okay, 20 picks higher. <laughs> 20... 10, 10, to, 10 to 15 Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go 20. But, um, <laughs> Calvin Ridley, Kenny Golladay. I think Kenny Golladay is a nice pick up there because Matthew Stafford can still throw the ball. Big, slashy plays. Good to know. Well, <laughs> some people can't anymore. Poor old Andrew Luck. Um, oh. So, yeah, I think I think I like Kenny Golladay. So I think Calvin Ridley and Kenny Golladay both feel like potential red zone threats to me, potential touchdown. Yeah. Getters could, be, could win you weeks. James White going right at the end. That's your PPR-style running back. Just having a look on the old, uh, the old rosters. So we've had one quarterback go so far, which was Pat Mahomes right at the top of the third to our Bailey Dread. He's filling out his roster in classic fashion. Two wide receivers, two running backs. We've got a few people who are already filling up their flex positions. Got quite a few people. Got Sherry, we've got Aaron Rodgers Tash, we've got Margate Jolly Boys. All without, it's a great name, by the way. All without a second running back at this point, which you have to start to think that maybe they just leave it until much, much later at this point and try and pick up kind of five or six flyers in the late rounds and see who fits. There is that, but there's still some good running backs left. You've got Sonny Michelle, you've got Philip Lindsley. Lindsay. Lindsay. Who, yeah, him as well. He, <laughs> Philip Lindsay out in Denver. Darius Geis, now he's coming off of a, a, a big injury in his rookie year, didn't play any football. That is a flyer. Wherever you pick him up, that's a little bit of a flyer. But there are some running backs still available. So I can see what they're doing there. So what we'll do, Al, we won't do every single round from this point onwards. That's good. But if we've got some little runs going, say a little run of quarterbacks coming, we'll come in and have a little chat sure, about it. Sure. And uh, we'll go from here. So let's crack on with round five. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is a live audience still. Right, we're only partway through round five, but we had to jump back in because two girlies, one cup Ritson, <laughs> <laughs> now has Le'Veon Bell. Oh, no. Held out last year. We don't know what he's going to be this year. Melvin Gordon, currently still holding out. Tyreek Hill. Josh Jacobs, who, as we've said, could get a lot of touches, but I'm not a big fan of that Raiders offense. So, sorry, he's gone Melvin Gordon and Josh Jacobs. So, you thought, I know what I'll do on the old auto draft. We'll go for an amalgamation of both their names. Josh Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Just reinstated. Potential for him to be an absolute beast for the Patriots. But, yet again, <laughs> in his team of people with issues, let's call it, <laughs> yeah. it continues. Should we try and predict who he's going to pick, uh, pick next? Uh, I'm going to have some money on, let's see, who's the next? Who? Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I, don't, I don't think any of those can go in the podcast. Very offensive. Anyway, very, very offensive. Moving on. Into the sixth round, Ollie Hunter, and a massive run on tight ends. After seeing Tariq Cohen go to the top of the sixth round, Baker Mayfield, the second quarterback off the board. Can you give me the reason why he was the second quarterback off the board, John Jackson? I like his little beard. That's Draft the people you like. Yeah. That's what we yeah. always say. Yeah. Uh, we then saw a run of tight ends go. Jared Cook, Evan Ingram, Kenyon Drake, a third quarterback off the board in Aaron Rodgers, and then I took OJ Howard. How are you feeling about that, Ollie? Yeah, just before I was about to take <laughs> OJ Howard. Oh, gutted. So I, um, I, I went for Duke Johnson. Yeah, again, we, would, we yeah. talked about how we would you should zig when other people are zagging and not follow runs and stuff like that. But... The fact that I like OJ Howard more than Ingram and Jared Cook, and he was still there, I thought, you know what? I'm yeah, going to pull the trigger. I'm going to make it happen. It. Yeah. Darius Geis has just gone. That's an interesting pick because 
He had a really good third pre-season game after having basically not played football for 18 months. Is that an indicator he's going to be the guy to carry that Washington offense on his back? or Do you mean the guys to carry that? Well, yeah, sorry. That's enough. Stop it. Enough from you. Yeah. You're listening to the ESPN. No, you're not. You're listening to the Gridiron Fantasy Football Show, sponsored by ESPN Fantasy Football. Well, uh, you, mate, just <laughs> been doing that for the last three weeks. It's fine. Don't you worry about All it. Good. Uh, don't forget, you can get online and draft with your friends. Go to ESPN forward slash fantasy.com forward slash fantasy forward slash football. You can get the app wherever you would get the app from. A halfway point of the draft, Ollie. Yep. Uh, just having a little look at the, some of the overall things to, to kind of take away from it. What I'd say is that we're st- we'd, more quarterbacks than maybe I'd expect at this point. Half the league have picked their quarterbacks, maybe just slightly more, in fact. We've got five teams left for quarterbacks. So Mahomes, Rogers, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield and Russell Wilson wow, Wentz have went. all gone. A couple of teams without their tight ends yet. You. Yep. And the Margate Jolly Boys. I can't help but feel like you are partially because of who was picking in front of you either side. Yep. <laughs> Yet again, you uh, vulture my picks. Not great. Not great. Um, and well done, everyone, for not picking a kicker or a D yet. They listened to us, Ollie, in a way. I mean, there's been two people in this room that have been constantly saying, shall I pick a D? Shall I go for Zarline? What shall I do? Two of the shall worst. Shall I do this? Yeah. Two of the very worst. very worst. But they didn't do that. The worst pick for me, the biggest reach, it's got to be Carl Rudolph, hasn't it? Why do you think Carl Rudolph was such a big reach? I mean, I would agree with you in terms of... Well, his production last year was down on... Hold on, um, who's taking Carl Rudolph? Josh Peacock. Josh Peacock's taking Carl Rudolph even though he already had Zach Ertz? Yep. I, how did I miss that happen? That is the worst pick I've ever seen. That's what I'm saying. I'm oh, sorry, I should have listened to yeah, you. You're absolutely go. right. Dreadful, dreadful pick. Um, how are you feeling about your draft so far, Ollie? I'm not minding my draft so far. There are some players there that I like. There's Didi Westbrook, who I think is going to be a PPR monster. Uh Duke Johnson, exactly the same sort of thing. Duke Johnson, he's number one on the depth chart out in Houston now. So, I like Courtland Sun. How about you? What about your draft? How are you feeling about it? I know you've all you've done is PPR. Yeah, I have gone a little bit heavy on that. My yeah. wide receivers, Adam Thielen, Chris Godwin, Tyler Boyd and Corey Davis. Not bothered uh, about touchdowns then, pal. <laughs> Leaning very much <laughs> in that direction. I got OJ Howard. He could have double digits touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I've also uh, went for a bit of a reach on third running back and took Miles Sanders a little early. But I believe in him yeah. in that Philly. I know Philly run like with their system a few different running backs, but, but I'm a fan. What I, we've done is just gone around and had a, a good old... Yeah. Good old, a good old <laughs> walk. Go on. You've... you've You've stretched. Yeah. For that one. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the pick. I'm all good with it. I feel like you're judging me. No, no. This hurts. Whatever you want to do, you, you do. In, uh, we'll have a look at the, the people. In your own home. Because people preferably. shouldn't auto-draft. Two girlies, one cup Ritson has continued to prove that. <laughs> uh, Will Fuller actually probably his best pick of the draft so far. Do you mean Will Fuller V? Will Fuller V. Yeah, yeah exactly. Perfect. Carson Wentz, quarterback. That's all right. I'm not, ha- I'm not having that. I know we've got a, an Eagles fan in the house. You having Carson Wentz this year? No. See? Wow, there's a, there's a lot of positivity <laughs> from Tommy. The man in there. the Zach Ertz jersey who took George Kittle in front of me is saying that he's not having Carson Wentz this year. By the way, Wonderful. ahead of taking Zach Ertz. Yeah, well, exactly. So, That's kind of my point. Thanks, yeah. mate. 
Appreciate it. I mean, you didn't. You need still, to spell that quarterback's out. still on the board. I mean, Cam Newton's still on there, uh, but he's obviously picked up this injury. They claim it's minor, but he could oh. be out for a, a little while. Even if he's back for week one, how fit and healthy is he going to be? What's that? They're going to bring in Colin Kaepernick? <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard that. No, they have. Jared Goff's still on the board. Drew Brees still on the board. Jameis Winston, Kyler Murray, who's been going very high in a lot of drafts. Lamar Jackson, and then a glut of the kind of the standards: Roethlisberger, Prescott, Rivers, Trubisky. I'm saying now. Now, I'm happy getting most of those guys and having picked... Well, even Trubisky. Uh, yeah, maybe Yeah, you not said most Trubisky. of those guys. Yeah, sorry. Most <laughs> of being the, the key point there. <laughs> yeah, well done, sure, mate. Sure. Um, Josh has come back in the room with the beers. So we should first of all say, well done, Josh, for getting the beers. Great work. And you picked Carl Rudolph. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Can you justify that pick on microphone to us, please? See, the problem is, when you keep looking at your Instagram feed while you're meant to be drafting and then you pop up in, and it's your time to draft, you have to make a bit of a shotgun selection. So You already had two tight ends. You could have literally just gone I, to ADP. You, you already had one tight end. You could have literally gone to ADP and picked the yeah. top wide receiver already. Yeah, see, that, the thing is, this is part of the, this one of the features on the app that I'm not aware of, and you just keep saying it next to me, and I'm, I'm wondering if you're on about alarm systems or something. Get on the ESP app, it's so easy to use, <laughs> even for idiots. Right, let's get on with the second half of the draft. So that's the ESPN Gridiron Fantasy Draft for 2019 in the books. Ollie, pretty pleased with your team overall? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am, actually. I've picked players that I want to root for and ones that I like. So, for I instance... Passing up on Dalvin Cook and taking Devontae Freeman. I prefer Freeman as a player and the team that he plays for rather than rooting for a Vikings player. I can tell you based on value versus average draft position, your starting lineup is 12th out of 12 <laughs> based on some brief analysis. I'm number one, just so you know. Okay. Uh, but on your overall squad, top to bottom, you're only 11th. So, uh, so there's improvement there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So if I finish anything above 11th, but again, it's you reached a bunch for guys that you were happy to root for. Yeah. And actually, when you're talking about the difference in rounds, there's often not a huge difference between one player and another exactly. when it comes to the point. So I wouldn't worry too much about that kind of thing. Uh, overall, let's just have a little look at your roster, and then we'll ask some of the guys who, who joined us uh, take a little look at theirs, just to let you know who else scored very high on the starting lineup. The Essex Jags did very well, okay. according to the uh, analysis. SU Nittany Tide did very well. Uh, the London Beer Guts finished right in and around the middle. Only the Margate Jolly Boys of the, uh, of the guest pickers finished lower down in the league. Sure. Uh, and unsurprisingly, two cup girlies, one cup Ritson was, uh, Hold up. Was, was 11th with you 12th. <laughs> I finished below a guy who also drafted. Oh, yeah. You finished below three guys that also drafted. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, so, yeah, just having a quick look at your team, beer or not de beer. I mean, quarterback Drew Brees strong. Aaron Jones, Devonta Freeman as your running backs. That might have cost you a little bit on those positions. Michael Thomas, love him. DJ Moore could potentially be uh, a big... Uh, we just big don't know what's going to happen with PPR the guy. I really like David Njoku where you got him because you waited quite late for yeah. a tight end and got yeah. a bit more depth on the bench, uh, which also gave you quite a strong flex. Marlon Mack, I mean, with Andrew Luck going down, his ADP right now is quite a lot lower than it will be come two, three days before because I think you're going to see him shooting up rankings, shooting up draft boards. And so he but did that's well what I was looking him. at. He goes down, they're going to have to lean on him quite heavily at the start of the season. So there was some of my thinking in there. And then uh, if you look into my bench, Jude Johnson, he's with Lamar Miller going 
out, he is now rocketed to the top. He may well start for you at running back in the opening weeks of the season. Exactly. At least in your flex. So I think Diddy Westbrook got a new quarterback in there, a guy who can throw. Uh, and he was a man that did some splashy plays, but I think he may pick up some some receptions. Interesting, DJ Chark was someone who I didn't expect to get drafted two weeks ago. And now he's coming up in draft boards left, right and centre because uh, he's apparently been an absolute MVP in camp. I always thought him was more of a deep threat guy, but he seems to have become the man who has been is now being leaned on by Nick Foles. So just while we're talking about what they're happening, I see that he is on the bench for Team Arnold. So it's not that's, that's an interesting pick later on in the game. I like your bench. It's It's got some... Potential upside. There's some handcuffing. What I've done is a lot of handcuffing. I've handcuffed both Freeman and Jones with Williams and Smith, Ito Smith. I've handcuffed my uh, my my tight end. I've put, chucked in Jimmy Graham. Maybe he'll come good. You never know. My, my team fits, moves very away from the boom or bust era and sits very much on the... I have a lot of steady eddies. What you've done <laughs> what, what you've done is you've gone money ball. I've got a lot of guys who are going to hit their projections every week yeah. and earn me the 10 points I need per person to win a, to win a week. Ooh, sorry, I'm just stifling a yawn there. Um, yeah, it's all me through. It's an unexciting team on paper. Jared Goff. I love your two running backs. backs. David great. Johnson, James Connor. I ended up going running back, running back, which I didn't expect to do. But the value of Connor, yeah. where I got him, I was really happy with. Adam Thielen and Chris Godwin as my wide receivers. OJ Howard at tight end. I kind of fell into the trap of, of the run and probably could have waited like you did and got somebody uh, a little bit later, a little bit more value. Maybe not so happy with that, but I still think he'll perform. Do you think with your quarterback, you waited too long? No, no, I'm happy with Jared Goff. And then on the bench okay, as well, okay, I, I, I went and got myself uh, a little Jameis Winston on the bench. Who There's some boom or bust potential. See, I have got interesting players, Ollie, yeah, in a way. One uh, there. <laughs> um, Tyler Boyd with AJ Green's consistent injury problems I really like. And my yeah, bench yeah. Is, is kind of full of decent upside guys. I mean, particularly in PPR, guys like Corey Davis. Miles Sanders, if he establishes himself as the number one back in Philly, could end up being my starting running back. Latavius Murray as the Mark Ingram character Hold up. now Don't in you New Orleans. Hate Latavius I Murray. hate Latavius Murray Why? with a vehement passion that should only be reserved for sports fans who but you hate. Came- you came back on it last year a little bit. Not really. Not really. I've never been a fan. Okay. I don't think he's a good runner. I think he can only go north to south. He's got very little. But he can hit on the goal line. And I don't know, man. He'll be when used in a rotational taste, fashion. When you've got Taysom Hill doing that, you've got... Um, <laughs> I'm not worrying. When I'm making my draft picks, I'm not worrying about Taysom Hill. I'm well, sorry. no, I'm saying he's going to... Three snaps a game. He's going to... Yeah, but he'll get at least one of those goal line carries in a, some gadget weird play that... Sean Payton loves to draw up just to show off. Every season, James Winston, James Winston uh, Latavius Murray outperforms what I expect him to do. Now this season, he's bound to disappoint. Uh, well, he <laughs> will disappoint. I'm telling you, he's going to disappoint you. And a few more like upside guys. Killen Balage, I think, has real potential. Sorry, my only you've worry is Guillaume Balaguer. Guillaume Balaguer, yeah. La Liga expert. <laughs> my only Why? worry is that the Miami <laughs> offense is going to be dross. I'm picking them number one overall this is, year, by the way. Is Guillaume Balaguer, the only Miami player to have been drafted. Kalen Balaguer. No, there must be other Miami players no, drafted. No, right? um, Nittany Tide drafted Albert Wilson. Sherry's Babies on Autodraft drafted Kenyon Drake, which is fair. But there's not many. Not many I Miami think, players. Balaguer could uh, end up coming out on top of Kenyon Drake. I really do. Uh, well, let's oh. ask some of the guys what they thought of their draft, some of our invitees along, and then, uh, and then we'll sign off. All right, Tom, talk us through your team. Uh, yeah, so I was picking at number four, um, and I went with Ezekiel Elliott first. Um, 
you know, he's there's a few question marks there, obviously, because he didn't sign his new contract, but I don't see him turning down $57 million, uh, and I expect him to get the deal done. But just to give myself a bit of insurance, I ended up taking Tony Pollard right at the end of the draft as well. He's had a great preseason, and uh, Jerry Jones is pretty high on him, so I was happy with that. Um, T.Y. Hilton is my number one wide receiver, which, considering the Andrew Luck news that came out the other day, is a little bit of a question mark, but he ended up going 10 to 15 picks after where I thought he would have done mm. if Luck was still um, playing for the Colts. And I was happy to pip Will <laughs> to George Kittle, even though I'm wearing my Zach Ertz jersey today. Talk me through picking Cam Newton. Well, obviously, he's a big goal line threat, throwing and running the ball. You know, scores so many touchdowns with his legs that in the ninth round, even if there are a few question marks with his shoulder, I thought he's worth a punt. And then I was I was planning on maybe picking Jameis Winston or um, Josh Allen as backups, but a couple of guys pipped me to those. And of the players in your team, what do you think is the, the guy that might surprise a few people? I really like Royce Freeman this year. I think Philip Lindsay obviously um, had an amazing rookie season, but to average close to six yards a carry isn't really sustainable. I'm not sure a player his size can really shoulder a much bigger workload than he already has. So I expect Royce Freeman to get a few carries around the goal line and kind of be dependent on that. But I see him getting quite a few opportunities. Okay, thank you, Tom. Pass the microphone to Pat. Pat, let's talk talk us through your team. Uh, who'd you take first round? You were picking at the end, weren't you? Yeah, I was 12, so I was right on the turn. 12 and 13. A nice uh, bit of time to think and a bit of time to... Um, to, to pick the two back to back I went uh, Joe Mixon Juju Smith-Duster end of one and beginning of two trying to stack up those uh, multi-threat um, running backs and uh, reliable uh, wide receivers um, round three and four Sammy Watkins and uh, Damien Williams again trying to pick up those reliable consistent receivers and consistent running backs because you want to kind of points in the bank at a consistent level for those uh, first round picks I think double KC there mm. uh, yeah. some people aren't that high on Damien Williams Will and I are you're not worried about about that at all or you think that he will come good I do. I see him coming through nicely um, and certainly coming good kind of mid to end of the year. So I think he's a worthwhile play to get in at this point. Russell Wilson, QB. I love Russell Wilson. I, I love his mixed um, mixed threat with his with his legs and with his arm. Um, there's always the risk that a player who plays like he plays gets injured, which is why I stashed Tom Brady on the bench, um, thinking that you know New England are consistently coming good towards the end of the season. So if Wilson does pick up wear and tear and drops off, Brady can come in and, and fill in that gap. Tom Brady, QB number two, but your wide receiver number two is Julian Edelman, PPR monster, um, expecting big things from him this year. Yeah, like you say, when when you're in a, a PPR league, you want those kind of slot receivers picking up short yardage, good catch, simple catches, many catches a game. That's why I was pleased that uh, Tariq Cohen fell to me as well, a really nice um, multi-threat running back um, receiver in the flex position. So uh, that, that bodes really well. And Pat, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Tom. Who on your roster do you think uh, are you particularly pleased with and do you think will surprise a few people? Um, as I say, I see, I see Cohen coming through. He should surprise a few people. 
Um, he's there with um, an increasingly efficient Bears offense, I think. So I see that coming good this year, much as you wince when I say it. Yeah, I did wince then. <laughs> uh, that was live wincing. Uh, right, we will catch up with Rusty next. Good luck, Rusty. Right, joined by Russ, Essex Jag, the final of our three guests. Uh, where were you picking? I was picking at 102, Ollie, um, which was a bit of a surprise for me. It changed a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Will, Ga- Will, Will Gavin know. wasn't happy with where he was picking no, until he managed no. to get number six. No, so it, it did mean I got your favourite player as well, yeah. so I was really pleased about that. Yeah, but no, never apologise, never apologise. I'm wearing the jersey and you broke my heart. Quite frankly, what can I say I, I'd have taken so. 101, let alone one or two. So, give, given it's a half PPR league, I just think McCaffrey, he may not be a better player skill wise than Barkley or Zeke. However, he's going to get a lot of a lot of volume. Was he always going to be your number one pick? He was regardless of where you picked. Regardless, if, if uh, I could have got him at 101, drat. 102, wherever, he, yeah. he was going to on the list. Same, same. Okay, so talk me through. Uh, you're starting running backs and wide receivers. Well, I got really lucky, really. So McCaffrey comes in at 02, and then Dalvin Cook dropped to me at 23rd pick overall. That That's just too good value to turn around. That's so decent, I wasn't yeah. planning to take him. But at 23rd, I, I, I just felt I had to pick him up. Well, b- between you and me and the rest of everybody else here, and they've already heard me uh, talk about it, I was umming and erring between him and Devontae Freeman, mm. and... I just couldn't bring myself to cheer for or want a Vikings player to do well. So (laughs) (laughs) I ended up deciding to pass on Dalvin Cook, probably much to my annoyance come the start of the season or the beginning of the season when he scores multitudes of points against me. But that's fine. That's fine. Wide receivers. Ah, What's going on? Well, I was was influenced by your good self. So you were sitting there with a very well-fitting helmet. Yep. Podcasting, and it just meant the name Brown came up, and I just figured, you know, at 25th pick, okay, there's a lot of worries about him and whether his helmet's fit or not, but that's just, yeah, top of the third round. That's a risk worth taking, I think. Do you know what? I think it's all smoke and mirrors. I really do. I think it's Raiders' organization, it's John Gruden playing the media a little bit, going, let's throw some of these stories in. Brown's going to be fine. Brown will be there and there or thereabouts. So I think that's a really, really good pickup. Next. Mm. Oh, next, next on this. Yeah, you got next, Kenny, not oh. me next. Oh, Kenny Golladay came in. Oh, again, do you know again. what? That's a really good pick. I think he fell for you really nicely. He really did. Yeah, yeah. Came in a fourth round, I think, a fortieth pick, and that was just again. You know, he wasn't necessarily one of my top fifteen wide receivers, but he was there, and he was. He shouldn't have been there, so I took him. Anyone else on your roster that you're particularly pleased the, the that ones, you managed to pick up? The ones I like, I like getting Curtis Samuel. As one of my uh, flex players, yep. I think that he, you know, he's really moving up draft boards at the moment. Uh, the other one that I guess is pretty different that was a bit of a reach was in the ninth round. I, I went and picked up Darwin Thompson. Who? Yeah, exactly. He's the backup running back for Kansas City. But given Carlos Hyde looks like he could even be uh, off the roster, uh, and Williams, he's uh, you know I, I, I hear what Paddy says about Williams, but I'm not convinced myself. Mm-hmm. And if you look back a couple of years, Spencer Ware went very, very high. I think the second, third round, third mm-hmm. round maybe in drafts. And he was replaced by Kareem Hunt. And Hunt was a 10th round pick. I just wonder whether Thompson could do the same thing in the second half of the season, end up being the starting running back for Kansas City. Well, you heard it here first. Brilliant. Thank you very much. No, thank you. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, the final episode of the Gridiron Fantasy Football podcast 
with ESPN Fantasy Football. Sign up to the world's number one fantasy NFL game. With ESPN, you can create a league, invite your friends and hold a draft at ESPN.com forward slash fantasy forward slash football. And a couple of guys in here were drafting on the app. Very successful in doing so. You get extra sound effects as well, which I was a fan of. Uh, you can download the ESPN Fantasy app and manage your team throughout the season. Available on the App Store and Google Play. And then what you can also do, Ollie, is turn on them notifications. And when it gets to five o'clock on a Sunday afternoon and you're in a haze from the night before, you've had to work a Sunday. Sorry. You haven't got ready for red zone. <laughs> At five o'clock in the afternoon, you're still in a haze. Well, it depends on how big the Saturday night's been. But I'm saying, Good point. you Good get point. that notification, it reminds you to do your lineups, particularly when you've got like 10 teams to do. It's really worth having. It's, it's great. Big fan. Yeah, yeah. It's vital, actually. Absolutely vital. So thank you to everyone who came down. Thank you to everyone for listening to the show over recent weeks. You can tweet us at Gridiron throughout the season. We will have fancy stuff up on the website throughout the season as well. Follow Ollie and myself as well, at Will Gav, at Ollie Hunter. Thank you very much for listening. This has been the Gridiron Fancy Football Show, sponsored by the ESPN Fancy Football App. Happy? Trey. Trey.